0: It's Life on Life's Terms. What's up, everybody? We're back to the Life on Life's Terms podcast, and I'm Tom Robinson and like i always say we're not affiliated with any 12-step program so they're not responsible for anything that we do although we do uh love them endorse them um you know suggest them to anybody. they're just not
1: responsible for us
0: yeah that's, that's <laughs> uh something i
1: am chris mandeville i am uh, a person in long-term recovery um we are here at uh, New Way Recovery Center. Yeah, we which are. Which I forgot to tag in this post. Oh, uh, you say
2: man. that every time. Yeah, I know,
1: because <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I write something good. And, um, which you know they're they're great. We're very grateful to them for letting us come here. Um, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, we we practice in social distancing and making sure we're we're staying safe and keeping the center safe as well. Um. Yeah, buddy. And, you know, like everything is completely different from how it was. Um, You know, everything's changed so much. Uh, Tonight we have uh, Andrea. She works at uh, Turning Point Recovery Center in Walpole, and they are run by um, Corey O'Brien, who used to work here. Um, Yeah. And I actually seen him at the gas station a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Hadn't seen him in a while, and we started to talking, and he's like, Oh, I got some people for you. Isn't <clears throat> it Is strange so, we never had him on? Yeah, Ooh. I know. He was kind of... I think he might have been nervous, so we're going to call you out. Call him <laughs> out. Corey. <clears throat> you, I, he'll I know he'll you, be here. I know where you live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know where you get gas. I know, I know <laughs> you. <laughs> right?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, you're not here anymore, but it would be great to have you on. He's
2: on the answer machine, though, if you call. Still.
1: <laughs> so, um... Yeah, it. The uh, turning point is a fairly new recovery center out in Walpole. You said you're coming up on a year. You guys. Yep. Next week. Um. And from what you have described so far, it sounds pretty cool. It's um,
2: extremely cool.
1: We're definitely going to have to come check it out. Mm-hmm. Um. But she's going to share her story with us tonight. She uh originally, she's originally from Braintree. It's still there. Um. So we're going to hand it over to you. And
2: thank you.
0: You do Thanks for coming on. First of all, thank Andrea. you for having
2: me. I really appreciate it. Um, I've only had a few chances to share my story. Um, I'm relatively new to this field, and I was lucky enough to land a really good job at Turning Point, and um, they took a chance on me. So, for that, I'm grateful. Um, my story is um, not one that's unusual. Um, I started experimenting with drugs and alcohol when I was um about thirteen, fourteen just for fun. There it is. And um, you know, that happens. People are young to try things out. Uh I didn't know I had an addictive personality back then and it turns out that um that really harmed my future. But um I got into heroin and opiates as um the years went on and um Actually, the first time I was introduced to any kind of pain medicine, I had just gotten a tattoo. I was very sore, and the tattoo artist gave me some kind of um, pain medicine to take on my way home. And I was off and running after really? that. That's wow. all. It, that's, that's all a it unique took. Story. I've never heard that. I, I yeah, I was driving home, and everything kind of slanted. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to feel this way, but I liked it. Yeah. And yeah. I liked it because it made me feel. Comfortable because I'm kind of an introvert, and it made me the life of the party. I was fun. I was laughing.
0: Yeah, it just takes away all that.
2: People wanted to be around me. Yep. I wanted to be around them. Um, from opiates. Yep, from opiates. What,
0: so we, had you, you been a heavy drinker before this?
2: No, not at all. Oh. Um, drinking was never really um, my thing. Once I discovered the pills, that's what it was. So how
1: old were you when oh, uh, you? had first started doing opiates 16
2: 17 oh wow shouldn't have gotten a tattoo so yeah illegal sure. tattoo <laughs> a <little bit. laughs> yeah. illegal tattoo so that definitely happened um i had a daughter when i was t- 19 um i was that mom that thought that because i did everything for my daughter that i was an active addict and it was okay because i went to the school place i Drove over to school, which is awful. But I did everything every other mom did, except I was a terrible addict. And just and as a
0: quick side note, mm-hmm. tattoo artists, please don't give sixteen-year-old <laughs> girls who are driving home pain meds. Please <laughs> don't do
2: that. Yeah, That's, yeah. you know,
0: <laughs> that
1: industry's come a long way as well.
2: Yeah, back then they didn't care. They just, yeah. you know, that was they, they were doing illegal right. tattoos,
1: so an illegal prescription yeah. pill was yeah, right. kind of par for the course. Right, but it's right, amazing right. to
2: me. I mean, I can't blame it all on that one night, but that was. A catalyst that did definitely set things oh, yeah. in motion for me. Oh, yeah, some wheels in motion, yeah. Definitely. So, um, you know, I, I continued uh, getting deeper and deeper involved in the opiate world. Um, I was continuing college. I actually got two degrees somehow while still um, being active in addiction. Um, uh, I had overdosed and died three times on the table this was like but what, this was like when Narcan wasn't huge yeah yeah so you know i had to drink the charcoal and do this and all this other stuff but um
0: hey i had to i had to when i would read on on heroin i would have to i uh, like close one eye Oh, yeah. So like this. I mean, I re- yeah. Did you? Oh, re- <laughs> shut one eye like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, because I couldn't keep them both. I saw so much better like this. Yeah, I would yeah, read the. I yeah, because
1: they
0: were probably crossed. <laughs> I know mine did that. I'd be like, Ugh. I got really into the Anne Rice vampire books. And like I was <laughs> had one eye closed. And, and all I could think of is like when I run out of heroin, it's like a vampire running out of blood. And, yeah. Oh, my, that's great. <laughs> so, so around
1: what time was like?
2: All this going on in my early 20s. Um, How old are you know I'm 42. Okay, <laughs> I'm 42. Um, I have almost seven years, so I have six and a half years of sobriety. So congratulations! Far. Thank you. Um, but like you know, when I tell people in meetings that are, that say to me, "I only have one day," that's as important as my six and a half years. Absolutely, that sure. one day is almost more important to Cause me because
1: you can't get another day without the first one. No, that's and those right.
2: people, you know, they go to meetings. They're not in the best of shape, but they're trying. Yeah. And I give props to anyone who's trying because it's not easy.
1: Right. Especially um, now.
2: Right. And just because I have that amount of time doesn't mean I'm out of the woods by far. Right. Um, they it are, takes one instance.
1: They're saying that the, the overdose rate has shot up during mm-hmm. all of this yeah. uh, yep. COVID stuff. Yep. So.
2: People are alone. They're lonely. They don't have anything to do
1: a, a lot know, of people are bored too. They're bored. And like, it's oh, I can't go to a meeting. I can't do this, you know. Yeah. yeah we're all
0: one bad decision away. From yeah. That. It, it absolutely. is. It's
2: that's totally true. Yeah. So I um I continued on my um life of horrible active addiction and um
1: So you are you're, you're raising a daughter, I'm you're Raising a daughter
2: addict. and an, being an active oh. addict um, i I would send her to my mum's a lot, but my rationale was well, she's with my mom yeah she's not she's not at somebody's you know crack house or anything she's with my mother she doesn't even miss me she's young that was wrong she right. missed me yep
0: yeah um
2: you know in in, in time time went on I, I would bought I would just get small jobs like bartending, and waitressing where I'd get cash. yeah yeah so that you know that night quick money that, and then the next day I had nothing to show for it. And I think like Ugh. the breaking point came um, with with me was um, my mom is a nurse and she doesn't know any She's not schooled in drugs and alcohol. It's just not her thing. So I was getting in the car one day to go pick up. And she said, she looked at me and she said, I miss you. I said, yeah, mom, I got to go. I miss you too. And she goes, no, I miss you. And I was like. I was like, "What am I doing to this poor woman? And what am I so doing she, to my she family?" She had finally
0: realized what was going yeah,
2: on. Yeah, she knew. And <clears> yeah, think,
0: sometimes people just put things in a certain way that hits you. <sighs> it
2: was it was heartbreaking, and yeah. I didn't realize because I was so absorbed with my own life that like I was affecting everybody around me. When I she was,
0: said that, you knew just what she was talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah. and It was it was tough, and th- you know, and I, st- I had to take a step back. I had to reevaluate my life. I'm like just. I'm bartender. I have no money. I, I'm living with her because I can't, couldn't even get a place if I wanted to. And she's taking care of my daughter. And it's like it all just kind of came to a head. And um, I abused my body for a very long time with substances. And uh, you know, I just said one day, you know what? I am so sick and tired of being sick and tired that I have to, I have to do something. So. You know, I got involved in um, going to meetings, NA meetings and stuff. It wasn't really um, for me. There's nothing wrong with NA. I applaud people that, that can go. It just wasn't my wheelhouse. Um, I actually decided to go back to school and get a human service degree because the whole time, my whole life, I always wanted to help people. And I know people say that all the time. I hear it every day. But it's true. I just want to help people who are in my situation. And um, over time, I went to Massasoit, and it took me, like, a two-year degree, but I got it.
1: I think it helps with the person that you're helping as right. well. And um, if you
2: work where I work, you need to be in recovery. I think that's true for here, too, yeah. I believe. Um, you have to have, I think, over two years to be with where we work. Um, and like you just said, it's such a help to people. Because you know when they, when they're crying or they're mad or you you can remember that and it's I deal with a lot of people who are um, in brand new recovery, like yep. real new, mm-hmm. and they're starting to feel all those feelings they forgot about and you know all these emotions are coming back and they forgot all those things that existed like all the feelings and and there's good ones and bad ones and. You know, my story, fortunately, so far has had a happy ending. Um, it's not done yet, but you know, I, I, I was just tired of living that life. I was tired of the chase. I was tired of not being a good mom. I was just tired of not being a good Andrea because I knew I was worth so much more. I just didn't have a plan or know how I was going to do it, but. um you know, after I graduated, I applied at a few places, and um, I never heard anything back. So, you know, I was I was pretty bummed out. I said, you know, maybe I made maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I'm not meant for mainstream life. Like, maybe using what I should be doing because I was kind of upset from not hearing back about any jobs. But um, hmm. I
1: yeah, you put you put expectations on it, and- right? You know and it doesn't happen. I say it all the time, an expectation is a premeditated resentment. Because people aren't gonna meet your expectation and you're gonna be upset. Yep. Um mm. you because know, as an addict and alcoholic, I always put unreal expectations on people Absolutely. that I yeah. know they're not gonna meet, but I'm not thinking of that when I put it on the yep. person. You you're know, right. It's right. it's so crazy like how you know, we will want something but we won't say what no. we want but we expect the other person that we're with to know it or, you know or you know it, 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 and it doesn't matter
0: what it is in life well, right. you know what's funny is as soon as you get a little bit of of discouragement it's like oh, all right throw away the whole oh, yeah, world yeah, absolutely like, you the know, fuckets, the fuckets just, yeah. can come back in seconds <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> exactly i said you know i'm in the wrong field i'm not meant to do this i need to go back to what i was doing
1: and mm. you know
2: um for having almost six and a half years, people ask me, how do you maintain that? Like, how do you do that? And I say, I don't have another recovery left in me. Yeah. I cannot do this again. I don't have the, like, m- my body's, like, is beat. My-, my soul was tired. I was tired. Mm. And I just don't think that I could do that again. Ever. Uh,
1: I hear that. <laughs> and Ever. From, you know, from us talking just before we started, like, you weren't really... Doing that much 12 step type of meetings. I was not, no.
2: I was not at all. I really didn't, like, I didn't find a pathway that I really identified with. Um, I was so new to learning about AA, NA, and other programs. And um, I think it was also I kind of sabotaged myself because I really deep down inside didn't want to go. I don't think I was ready to give up my crutch. Um, you know my 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 drug friend that I had for you know half of my life. I d- I didn't want to yes. separate with that that person, and and I and it's I so had scary. to. It's it it's scary. Like you're on your own. You're on your
0: own. That was scary in, in in new sobriety. Yes. But to me now, it's so scary to think of that coming back into my life and the power that that held over me. You know, I mean, it still
2: does. I assume.
0: Well, yeah. It would if I if I was to 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 use right. that that um, lack of ability to stop was so powerful that it scares me now and that's yeah. why I'm like yeah. there's no way I'm going there I don't, I know it's too powerful it's too much it's not it's no fun no, no it was no fun getting sober
2: it's no fun it's a um, lot of work it's a job it's an everyday job
0: until until the yeah until the final time and that was it was really hard but. You know, I have good memories of getting of getting sober. Yeah, sober right. Me too. Me too. Definitely. You know? It's but for for me, I
1: I can tend to think like that person is so far removed. It's like how the f- who the hell was that? Yeah, oh, who the who was were. that? Yeah, I, yeah, I, f- I, that? I, I do that and, all the time. Like, that's, that's what helps a lot, too. It's like, I don't even know how I got to that person. Mm-mm. And do I ever want to go back to that person again? No way. Yeah. Not saying that I'm I'm the greatest now. You know, I, I still have faults and, right. you know, right. have but to I'm apologize. i better than I was, and I'll, yes, never, absolutely.
2: Be, I'll never be the, that person again, God willing. But
1: The, the life that I lived and, you know, running around with, with my son and just the situations I that, know, me, I, that think, I put myself in and others in is... I, I can't even think about doing that to people now. You know what um, I mean? Yeah.
2: I had a bad experience a couple of weeks ago. I had, I had some pain in my lower stomach. I got rushed to the hospital. And, you know, they were really nice to me. Oh, we're going to, you know, give you some some of this for nausea, some of this for pain. As, and they were so great to me. As soon as they read my chart, the word opiate on it, opiate mm. addict or whatever they had, their whole tune changed towards me. Really? Yeah. They went from we're gonna help you till six hours later here's some Tylenol. And they're like just because they found out I was an addict, I was treated different. I've
1: I've seen it. It's heartbreaking. I um, felt I've, like nothing. I I've seen it. And yeah. there is there was actually uh I think it was a kind of like a infomercial type thing with social hospital <laughs> where all the nurses were you know, they they were trying to to get rid of that stigma um yeah. i myself a couple of years ago had an issue um my appendix was ready to burst i had no idea i it, right. it wasn't that bad but when i got in there i was the only one in the whole entire place upstairs because they were like you gotta we gotta get you surgery and the nurse that was there this guy i said listen i'm in recovery i don't know i have no idea if he was or not right i said i'm in recovery i don't want any opiates and he was like, all oh. right, okay. Like, a couple minutes later, he comes back with a, a red bracelet that they have to look at yeah. when before they perform surgery, mm-hmm. and it said, no opioids, right. right on it. He goes, sometimes they will administer that stuff when you're sleeping mm-hmm. without even asking. Yeah. I said, if I'm out cold and they give me something, that's one thing. Right, I, but if I need it, that's fine. Right. If it's part of the anesthesia, that's fine, but I'm not leaving here with a fucking script. Mm-hmm. And this... They were awesome. And, I did, and it's it all
2: depends, you right. know? I wasn't even, like, upset about not receiving anything. I didn't care. It was the fact that I was treated like I showed up with a needle in my arm, and they were just awful to me from that point on.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and I wrote this, a letter. Did you? Good. And I said,
2: you need to train your staff in how to deal with addicts and addiction because it's just out there and it's huge. And, you and know?
1: there's someone could come in there for an overdose that wasn't an addict. Mm-hmm. Someone could have been trying to kill themselves. And then they see that they overdosed. That ho- that person's going to get treated fucking completely different. Red flagged. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, they were in a crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... And they, they do have a lot of um, training and stuff like that. Right. I, I there's, there's some people that I know that work with that stuff. But it's so... The Stigma is so bad, and it well, it's, it's I like fought hard it's a double edged sword, you know what I mean? It's yeah. a double edged yeah, sword because imagine how many people, how many of us they see that aren't recovered and
0: they're trying to that are scam fucking in there. them, yeah, and, or they're, that's they're why we pissed get off,
2: nothing or no, or the attention we get because of people like that. I shouldn't say like that, but people who try to scam, they're everywhere,
1: and also. They see people OD day after day mm-hmm. after day after day. Right. Addicts are that's smart. Probably, that's probably most of their freaking clientele, right. to be honest, yeah. is people coming in.
2: Addicts are stupid. If right. they want to get something, they're going to get it. Absolutely. With anything in life, not just in that situation, but people don't realize how smart addicts yeah. are because they have to have plans on how they're going to get this. Absolutely. How am I going to do this? How am I going to get here? So, you know, for anybody who thinks they're just oh, some dumb, dumb junkie, some dumb addict. You're yeah, wrong. Exactly. Because they're not dumb at all.
1: Because if, if I needed it, I found a way to Absolutely. get it. Absolutely. It didn't matter who I had to go over, or around, or through to do it. Yeah. Um So now you're you're sober. You're running around, doing, you know, trying some 12-step work, 12-step yep. meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you found, you said that that really wasn't your thing. So
2: It, it just... It, it wasn't. I was just so new. I didn't really know what my thing was. I mean, I as soon as I decided to um, stop using, I didn't have any friends. They all left. That was yeah. it. Yeah, you yeah. You know, get sober, see who your friends are, because there's not many. So and I was, like I, it's, on my I, own. I
1: know a lot of a lot of kids from Braintree actually that are probably around your age right. um, that are sober and they're most of them are doing right. the same thing that you're doing. You yeah. know what I mean?
2: I just you know, like it's still one day at a time for me, and I think learning um, working at Turning Point has really taught me a lot about pathways, about people who have different addictions, whatever they may be, mm. um, the ones we don't think of, like gambling's a huge addiction where, where I am, and um, you know, stuff from um, people who are dual diagnosed. But um, I've learned so much, and I have so much more respect for people who do go to programs and stick to them and find something that works for them. Cuz I right. think that's great. I'm open to any pathway as long as it helps you. Right. I don't care if you go to basket weaving classes. If you're happy yeah. and you're doing good, that's great.
1: Right, right. And you're yeah. you're not harming yourself or, or you know, you're you're addressing those addictions cuz right. like we've said it so many times on the show like 12 step works going to get you so far. Mhm then you're going to have to get deeper right a- and you know uh there's there's a lot of um stuff coming out about traumas mm-hmm. yes. yeah I was just, everybody's I was just thinking
0: <laughs> to mention that yeah yeah
1: everybody is is realizing you know that like this stuff has been going on for generations right you know mm-hmm. and it's it's almost part of our dna um but it doesn't have to stay that way because nope. once we realize it, you know, we can we can pump the brakes on that and, and make sure that it doesn't continue down our bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, for from, from myself, you know, my mom and dad, they weren't addicts.
2: Mine weren't My grandfather
1: different. was, though, mm-hmm. I found out oh, yeah. later on. <laughs> I had no idea, no idea that he was a, a raging alcoholic. Wow. And, you know, Then I I got sober and I was talking to my dad and I'm like uh, trying to figure it out like, you know where where does it come from? He's like, what do you mean? He's like your grandfather's all he did was drink,
0: and
2: I didn't had no idea.
0: idea. That was the uh, the uh, World War II generation. Your grandfather, yes, mine too. Salt of the earth people. It's it's funny though, you know that. The, uh, the, the men of that generation were just quiet and stoic. He sat, in his, he sat in his drink. chair. He watched his TV. Right. He is. had his mm-hmm.
1: cup next to him.
0: You better know how to handle your liquor. Or you we, know yeah. We were, we were
1: all Charlie Brown. Every one of us <laughs> was Charlie Brown. And, and then I realized maybe he was too shit-faced to realize who to we know. were. So we yeah. just called us all Charlie Brown. Yeah. yeah. And I, real, I, I come to put two and two together. He had, he had a stroke. Alcohol induced stroke. I didn't know. Oh, really? And my dad would get calls. He's falling out of the bed again because he would forget he had a stroke, try and get up out of the bed. You know,
0: it's, oh, I had no man. idea.
1: And then, wow. like, my oh, dad wow. shared that with me and I'm like, oh, okay. Cause I'm like, what? why, why me? Right. Why not my brother? My sister, yes, she's, you know, she's
0: handles her stuff too. But, like, Andrew, oh, how? Did you say you had alcoholism
2: in your family my dad was an alcoholic oh okay but my Mm -hmm. mom like i said she's a nurse she's just very naive even now to things that go on and i think partly she just doesn't want to deal with I think she feels bad. I think she feels like she did something wrong. Yeah, right. For, to me, which uh, she didn't. She was great. well.
1: I mean, there's definitely places for
0: her. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. think we're predisposed to it, but not yeah. necessarily born as a right. And and that's yep. the thing. Like you know, an something an has to flick that switch.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. And and, a lot and of it times doesn't it's take trauma. much. Yeah. And it, and it could be the trauma. It, it it could be rebellion. You know, you 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 suffer the trauma. Yep. You're okay with it up until. You find something. Wow, like, I don't feel that way no more. No. Right, and it's like because you know people. There's always that
0: uneasy feeling,
1: right? You know, and you're you just, always
0: searching for an identity that you can grab onto yeah, that will make you all right.
1: I just I just bought a a, a book. I got to start reading it. an ebook. It's <clears throat> it's called identity. It's it is about you know how your your trauma. You 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 use your trauma as your identity, like and and it affects your ego and it affects. Yes. So I I I actually forgot that I bought it because <laughs> like it's an ebook, so it's like it's right here. But like if I had yeah. the actual book, it's a different story. Right. So I got to sit down and, and do some reading on that. I'm, I was really looking forward to it. It looked, the reviews that I seen were looked really good. So
2: um, well, another thing I noticed being at work, um, parents will call. Or parents will come in and say, "Listen, my twenty-four-year-old daughter, son, is an addict. Here you go. I'll be back in an hour." And it's like they think we can fix them. Right. You can't fix anybody.
1: You know, mm. I'm there to. I'm, not,
2: I'm there to support. I'm not there to help. And that sounds awful. I'm there for support and guidance. I want you right. to. I want you to figure it out with me. Right. I'm not doing it for I, you. We can't do it. You can't. Right. But these you parents can, think like, "Oh, just I'll be back. Mm. Whatever you, you got to do." Show
0: them that there's a better way.
2: And and I always say to the parents, what do you do for self help? You have to do self like self care, self help. Do you go to groups yourself? Like you said, my mom she did go to Al Anon, and there are places for people who yeah, uh, Gosnell Family yep, Group is there's great. There's a lot of really cool family groups out there that um, people can go to for their loved ones. And um, okay. I've
1: been watching um, 16 and Recovering.
2: The <gasps> it's in Beverly. It's
1: uh yeah the, the North Shore mm-hmm. Recovery High School. Yep, and it's like. Like just 16. seen Yeah. That's the kids and they're they're like just out of friggin' middle school and they're like recovering. They, yeah. And they're all they, they were all messed
0: up on drugs yeah. and
1: all people and people have are. died on the show. Yeah. It's like wow. it's duck, they followed like them for five. a year. Yeah. They yeah. followed them for a year. Wow. And it's like you see these kids and you see them struggle and it's like no matter what they do, the school's like, just come back. Right. Just come back. Mm-hmm. Just come back. The yep. only thing they can't do is be there high.
2: Right. So if right, they show right, up right.
1: high, it's like okay, you either got to go to detox, or you you, you got to get sectioned, you yeah. know. They, but they're constantly the woman on the show.
2: It's you should the check it out. Awesome. It's unbelievable. Yeah,
1: sixteen where, and recovering. Where I is think. It, what's it on? on t- Tuesday, Tuesday nights, I think. Um, MTV2 MTV. MTV. Yes.
0: Where, yeah. Oh, on cable. <clears And> yeah. <laughs> is there a streaming? <laughs> I'm sure Probably, you could stream yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But
2: it's, it's in Beverly, and then they have one in. Brockton, I think. Yeah, in Independence
1: Columbus. Academy. I was I was involved with that place for a while. And yeah, didn't we uh, have
0: someone on who went there or something? Where? To so the to the recovery high school?
1: Oh, um we had Andrew on. Yes. Somebody that yep. actually went. Young there. Andrew. He went to uh Independence Academy in Brockton. Oh
2: wow. Yeah. Um
1: uh, no no. He went to Willie Ostegot High. Ostegot High in Boston. Because there's more than there's a bunch of them now. Yeah. Yeah. Um But to see these kids and it's, and like the work that they're doing with them like and they're earning and diplomas kids. yeah they're their kids they're, they're babies i think about me at that age I know. and I think it's that. i can't see myself like that i, I just like
2: they can't even drive <laughs> some yeah. of them and they're yeah. like in recovery
0: <clears throat> it's just like the world or us as a society where <sighs> we're like so much more um just smarter about kids than when we were growing up yeah you but know what I mean?
1: but also the internet has brought about a whole oh other list of demons and
0: oh demons and, yes and,
1: and sure. treachery and just a lot like of
0: bad stuff fucked up shit but, but a lot of good that, stuff yeah
2: there's right. a lot of positive right. but the negative is scary right
1: because i at those kids age i was riding my bike wherever the hell i wanted to go yeah i was getting on 12 13 years old i was getting on the bus Go, getting off at Ashmont, hopping on the T, going in town. Like, yeah, I would not let a 12-year-old do that now. No. No. Way. No way. It, no. it just wouldn't happen
0: because of, of how much the world has changed. But to to be aware of so many more possibilities because of, like, youtube and all yeah. that stuff it's it's so much different now and uh when i was growing up there was like a lot of like stick and not much carrot you know what i mean right. There was a lot of punishment like and you know and all that stuff like if you did something wrong then, and 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 sometimes you would get punished and you were like i didn't really mean to do anything wrong you know? right mm. it just uh it's much um i don't know i don't know it's, i see it as better now
2: but there's a the cyber bullying and yes, those poor yeah. kids that get you know, bullied at school. I mean, kids are brutal. They, I I would if I had to go to high school right now, I I wouldn't even go. Yeah, I don't know how they do it.
1: It's it, it can be pretty vicious. <laughs> I see like, you know, I I know people I know their kids friends on social media like go through the the comments and stuff, and it's like,
0: what the. Fuck? Dude, comments. When I was walking home one time, when I was 13, a car full of guys pulled over. They said, hey, come here. I rolled down the window and, dude, punched me right through the window. Yeah. (laughs) I was like... All right man don't punch me and I ran away <laughs> I yeah. got away but they were chasing me but yeah. that's the carful. worst
2: thing that happened then was you might get punched now it's you're overdosing from fentanyl at 13 Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. or or yes,
1: that's right. your your girlfriend's telling you yep. to commit suicide over On a text the phone, message and the text. you know what oh, I mean yeah. that yeah. whole thing yeah. fucking crazy psychological
0: can be worse than, than physical absolutely, right. absolutely cuz it cuz lasts longer
1: yes. right. you know at least the bruises oh, will yeah. heal yeah. you know you might see a scar or or the here or there but the damage that the kids these kids can cause each other right. and not even realizing reali- it no they don't realize and, it and if and they it's do they horrible it's all portrayed through social media mm-hmm. it's all about fucking image it's all about who are you gonna be like who are you influencing like yeah. a kid can't even be a fucking kid right. my my girl said she was watching she said it was actually really really good um, a documentary on Paris Hilton and, and she got she was she was saying that she feels, like, guilty and, and responsible for the way the kids are now because she was, like, the pioneer of the yeah. selfie and, like, mm-hmm. always, like, trying to portray it. And she'll, she'll, she says it. All of that was fucking bullshit. That was all fake. Yeah. That was just so people would, like, want to follow. And, and, mm-hmm. and like, it, it was about making money, right. yeah, you right. know? And, and like, kids can't even be kids no more they you oh. know they're too worried about how they look or, or if they look good enough or oh my gosh she's got better clothes than me like, they're, kids. they're kids kids shouldn't have to worry about that shit right you know they should be able to run around right. and get dirty and fucking do whatever that's they what want i did like right. with the
2: kids in the neighborhood and the street lights came on so you went home and it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you know we rode bikes and we they like, don't even hang out
1: together anymore they now they're on the they phone that's how they oh. hang out oh we're in a group chat yeah <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. it's completely different. So crazy. Yeah, it's completely different, different
0: challenges, but there's also different good things. Yeah.
2: There's, there there's a lot of great things that, that are happening, you know, with the fight of, of addiction. But it's like to have a TV show about 16-year-olds that are already in recovery. Right. Yeah, says something amazing. as us as like a planet. like we Yeah, a, to a
1: society, especially the U.S. Yeah. Especially the U.S. It's eighty-five percent of worse. eighty-five percent of pain meds that are produced are consumed by the United States. You know yeah, and those numbers could be different now, but like last time I seen it, that's what it was. <clears throat> we have a whole entire society that they're. It, it's almost like they they want us to stay medicated, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's how it's how they make money. It's through the insurance. They would, they it's through the pharmaceutical so companies. So much. They it, would it's lose. this big like circle, and <sighs> it's kind of disgusting. It's awful. So you end up, you know, finding stuff that works for you in your recovery. I spent a
2: lot of time by myself. Yeah. I wrote a lot of stuff. I, you know, got in touch with feelings and emotions I didn't even remember existed. Any type wow. of counseling or
1: yeah, anything? Just I have just gonna a, yeah, that. I have
2: counseling. I, have a, um, I do take medication, which some people say that if you take medication, you're not sober because you're on something medically assisted which i don't believe in at all if you need to get by using something again that's like your own pathway you could yeah you do your, right yeah i mean know. i
1: don't have a phd so i can't tell you right. what to take right. and what not to and take.
2: um you know i don't i never took anything from my addiction turned out i was i had bipolar disorder which explained a whole lot yeah. to me yeah i'm and sure If i had known then i might not have gone down the road that i went down mm-hmm. maybe maybe but I learned a lot from that road. And i this will sound weird, but I don't regret anything that I've gone through. Yeah. Good, bad, or otherwise. I really don't because I'm Andrea because of it. Yep. I wouldn't have the job I have. I wouldn't have the daughter I have. I wouldn't have a lot of things. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, as harsh as it was for me to go through mm-hmm. all that, I've come out the other side so far. And, and it's so right. far, it's, fingers crossed.
1: You know, you, you talk about being put on medication but obviously you you were you were sober mm-hmm. and you got a diagnosis right right there's lots of people running around recovery yeah. or s- running around the halls that s- fucking scam their way into getting the medication yes. that they're on because they, they, they wanted rid of it the the, the, yeah. the, the the pharmaceutical cocktail
0: right
1: and they don't need it but now they're dependent on it yeah but no, this is prescribed by a doctor. Yes, but you fucking lied to get the prescription. Right,
2: and then you're not taking it the you're right way. You're not taking either. it the right way,
1: exactly. That's yeah. that's so. the stuff that, that I try. I, I can't tell anyone you got to get off your meds. Yeah. That's so not you, my place So you uh, at all.
0: So you got sober, and during that process, you were seeing a counselor, mm-hmm. and after being sober, you discovered that you should get on medication. Is that how it happened?
2: Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I was pretty good at scamming the counselor too. <laughs> yeah, um, right. I'm sorry, but um, you know, yeah. I, I made it out to be like nothing was wrong. I don't even know up until like a couple of years ago if you ever knew that I was used drugs. I was that good, like I was that good at pretending. But um, oh, so he uh,
1: didn't even know you were in recovery. No,
2: he didn't even know I ever used drugs. Wow! And I was able to hide it. I had I hit a lot, like I said. Yeah, my daughter went to a really good school in Braintree, like, I would show up all the parents' nights I was there, all the open houses I was there. I'd either be sick or really messed up, but I was there. And I justified that in my head, like, well, you know, I'm doing motherly things, so that means I'm a good mom. No. But um, after I got the bipolar diagnosis, I was almost relieved because it explained a lot. Yeah. explained kind of like, you know, why I was self-medicating, Why I had like self-loathing and stuff like that. Yeah, you
1: you get these really, really high highs, and then you get these really, really low lows. And
2: and I don't, I never like you know the medicine I do have. I don't abuse it. I take it as prescribed, and it's like I need, I need to do that for me, Mm -hmm. just me. Right. And if that somebody else you know has a problem with that, that's fine because that's why we're all different. Right. That's why we have all these options to get sober, all these things to help us because we're not the same people.
0: And I th- and I don't think we should confuse that with uh, like a methadone. Right, that's Okay, not that's what a I'm totally being, right. different thing. Like that's, you have a separate yep. thing from your addiction mm-hmm. and you're and then, taking meds for that. But methadone is, is maybe helping some people, but at right. the same time, a lot of people stay on it for yeah. years and years. And, the health deteriorates. They never reach the yep. beautiful... A happy recovery that we get, yeah. and you know and I mean? there's there's yeah. the people that's
1: that go being there stolen and stolen from, them. and and that's that that they're okay with that, like right. showing up to the van every day, and like I, I you know there's there's working class people out there that go to the van every day that can't make it to the meetings oh. that you're that are mandatory so that they could get take homes, right? So whatever, I'll just go to the van every day because yeah. I have to work I can't miss work to make this meeting so that I could get a take home but i that's not the life that I no. would want
2: it's no I, know, uh, no way to,
1: to be you can't go on vacation
2: I just thought you can't it was... go
1: anywhere that there isn't you know what I mean like you, you can't go leave like the vicinity of the van pretty much no you know can't.
2: here
0: here's the thing that 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 i the way I think of it not even Like you're going from being dulled and being basically someone else in your addiction, you know, you're throwing substances down your face. um, And then you're moving on to another thing that's dulling your senses, you know, again, and you're living and you live that on. You never get back. I mean, Originally, who were you before you were doing that? You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and or find out, you know, who you can be without anything. It's just sad, you know it's what I mean. Very right.
2: sad, and so, you know, I stopped taking a lot of my medication recently because I was tired of being like this, just being flat. Yeah, Cause yeah. I'm not like that. I'm bubbly. I have a good personality. I love people, but I was losing myself. And, and that's um, the thing
1: too. Like you got to you got to know yourself enough to realize right. that, and. I've I've had people that, you know, I was sponsoring or whatever and it's like they're like, "Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I feel right." But but okay, like you may need to to do something, right. but you have to be honest with yourself. Like you can't let that little voice in your head be like, "Yeah, this is going to make you feel right. better." Like if you genuinely need a, a a medication, but you say you start taking it and you don't feel like how you think you should feel, speak up. It's your, yeah. you know, it's your...
2: It's your I, I everything.
1: Think, yeah, I think a lot of doctors over-prescribe. They do. Like people get a lot more than what they should.
2: Well, the, um, then the doctors get to talk less and they don't have yeah. to deal with as much and they just try just try this. You can walk into this. a
1: doctor's office and, and in under 12 minutes walk out with prescriptions Absolutely. For, for narcotics.
2: They give out tests. 12 minutes. That people have to take there was actually a bipolar test and i took it if i wanted to get the meds only i would have known how to answer those questions it's so easy you know (laughs) you can walk in and tell a
1: doctor i feel this way this way this way this way so i think that you should prescribe me this 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 and this people do
2: okay sounds good the symptoms yeah Yeah, so simple they they google symptoms they may you know they look up oh gee what's depression symptoms and they go in and yeah, You know, and sometimes they don't even take the, don't want the medicine. They sell it or get rid of it or
0: yep. whatever. But yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: I, as someone who who does take medicine, I get, I'm offended by that right. because I take mine very seriously mm-hmm. and not everybody does. And there's people who really do, but sometimes people, are like, I feel great. So they just stop taking it. Well, if you feel great, you <laughs> should probably continue to take it. Right? right.
1: Right. And then they go through another episode,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and, and run the risk of, of relapsing because right. they don't. Because they don't feel great after that, because they don't have their med- medication in them anymore. You know, it's it's, it's tricky, kind of crazy. Right? And then tricky.
2: another thing that always got me, like when I was applying for these jobs that I wasn't getting, there was always a question: Do you have a mental illness? Yes, no. I don't want to answer. And I was always like, Well, what, I don't. Do I put yes or do I put I, I don't want to answer? But then either way, yeah, I feel like, like I'm kind okay, of caught. Okay, they
1: don't want to answer. Why?
2: But now that right. I, now she has something, but what? Yeah, right. That's like the new question I've seen on um on, on applications, applications, really. Right? Yeah,
1: like <laughs> I, I, fair to say, there's not many people in the country that don't have fucking mental something, illness, right? To be honest,
2: and there's so many that do, and if they knew about it, maybe they wouldn't be going down the road of destroying their body with drugs yeah, or alcohol.
1: Absolutely, that's I've seen it. You know on social media people posting it like why aren't they teaching that stuff in school like how kids Mm self-care and and you know how to treat other like just basic life stuff not the fucking inca tribes and like ask a kid what a checkbook is yeah ask a kid like how How do do you you file your taxes how do you balance your checkbook they don't teach that, like real life stuff. You're right. They teach that's like, the only thing
2: history every year. It's the same. That's stuff. the
1: only thing in in our society that hasn't changed. It. I think it's in the last 125 years. I believe. Is that. how they teach at school.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They yeah. teach the same shit yep. all the time.
2: Do you think they're afraid to teach these kids that stuff? Because like, I don't know. They may. I'm like in the in the drug aspect. They maybe they think you know, that's going to sound good to some kids, or they want to try it. I don't think they'll ever teach it in schools. I think it's too taboo. Well, yes, but they the, should.
0: There's been uh, we had we had some people on uh, no first time. They they went they go into schools and stuff. Yeah, yeah. John Green uh, and uh, there's been some. Yeah,
1: we're there are have, there are some.
0: We're gonna have my cousin Ethan on next week. He uh, he's spoken some schools before, right? Um, and you know, I mean, it's rare. I mean, they, they don't have it as part of a curriculum. Mm-mm. Which no. maybe they should. Ex- no, they I think should. so.
2: It should be called life. Yeah, <coughs> exactly. A class, life. life class, room no, one hundred
0: and one. Have it in, as part of health class. Teach about addiction. And do they have health, health anymore? Or mental? They I don't, don't even have that they shit. Do. They don't have fucking art no more. They don't have, like. They don't you know. have
2: health. I doubt health it. Health class?
0: I don't think so. Why can we not afford to give kids health class? Anymore? Um, why
1: did they do away with music class in most schools? Why you know why did they do away with art class? Like, give these kids something. Yeah. You know, like. Help cooking. Kids don't even know how to fucking
2: cook. Help them.
1: They don't know how to cook. Oh, home economics. Yeah, that's what that. That is. was the shit that I loved.
2: Yeah, that was oh, great.
0: we're gonna go sew a pillow. Yeah.
1: You know, we're gonna we're gonna
0: make friggin' omelets. Isn't it weird they called it home economics? Like, what, yeah, what's what's that got to do with economics? Really? <laughs> <laughs> home really? ec. Yeah, I got to go to home, home ec. ec. Yep. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they should replace that with like how to say no. Yeah, and it's so basic, but like kids need to hear it.
1: And and that's the thing. Like they they're they're worried that they're too young to learn this but the fucking shit that they're seeing on social media is way worse than talking about drugs
2: i have groups people say i started smoking when i was nine yeah i started my i had my first drink with my dad at eight in the bar room i was sitting with him it's like yeah what that's it's 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 incredible uh
1: yeah it's but but i don't feel
2: like we've come that far since then though we're not doing justice for these poor kids,
1: it, and that's the thing. In some areas, yes, we're fucking extremely advanced, but in in, some. in taking care of America as a whole and, and the mental state of our the people in this country, it's sad.
0: No. Well, we have a lot. We have a lot of work to do. Right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of, lot, of, lot of I don't work. think
2: it'll ever be complete, but we can try. That's what I You're do right. at work. I try. Right. Every so
1: day. at work, you said mm-hmm. that you you run. Quite a, a couple, few yep. different meetings, not yep. typical. So, what are those?
2: I run, um, Gerard and I both run a um, morning 9 o'clock check in meeting. People, We get people from California. We have people from Texas.
0: This is so a Zoom meeting. We, yep. It's yeah, a okay.
2: wonderful meeting. We do it every day at 9 o'clock.
1: And people can find this on the the Aren't Facebook page? You? Yep. It's okay, all Yeah, on our, yeah yep. we tag the Facebook page in the post. Gerard
2: upta- uh, does the calendar every day. He updates the yeah, calendar. Yeah, Gerard commented. Did he really? Yeah, he said, "Hi, Andrea. You
1: are awesome. I'd be lost without <laughs> no. you." Oh
2: no, he did not. Yeah, really? My dad said yeah. that. Oh wow, I would be <laughs> nice to him tomorrow. Now, great. <laughs> but no, he runs an incredible fitness program. It's called Fit to Recover, and it's like he does all this stuff for free. It's like he does it Tuesday, Thursday, and his passion is working out. Yeah. So we combined it with recovery, Fit to Recover. Nice. And he does like free six-week courses. He does like, I mean. You Know people love it because they're working out, they're feeling better about themselves, they're getting clean and sober, and he's just like phenomenal. With and that. that's
1: the thing, you we have to address all right, mental, physical, and spiritual, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, it's
2: yeah. a three
0: threefold disease. So, you so him and I do that, that the somewhere. morning
2: group, he does that oh. one by himself. I had a dual diagnosis group, and um, I got a lot of flack from people in, in different groups for that because they thought, since I'm not clinical, I have no business um, running a Group like stuff to me about it, but uh two outside meetings almost now. We have like one and we're doing another one. People love they're tired of being on Zoom. They yeah, yeah. leave their little box and come in public. yeah
1: Absolutely. You know,
2: and again draw ran, ran a meeting. yesterday there was ten people outside and we had a blast. Yep. We're socially distanced, we're sitting in a circle.
1: Yeah, they're starting to you pop know, up. But they, it's gonna start getting cold too as well. Right. Yeah.
2: And if you know, if, if you're not doing like the regulations you, they'll shut you down. Yeah, they'll Just say, you know what, your meeting's over, and you're absolutely. not getting back. <laughs> but, you know, I um, Turning Point is it's an amazing place, as is New Way also. Um, we have just something for everybody. And
1: uh, and what was the other meeting you said you had? Um,
2: I have a 8 o'clock meeting called Night Light. It's my wind-down group. 8 p.m. 8 p.m., yep. Mm. And um, then we have a community meeting on Tuesday. So... You know our calendar is very extensive, but you and, also uh,
1: said you do one meeting. That's the only one on
0: the east.
2: Yes, I do. Life ring. Life ring Life is. A, ring. Life ring is. Um. Well, there's another one now, but I had the first. I'll go down in history as the first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding on to that title. It was mine. Yeah. No, it's a. It's another pathway. It's just like. It's almost like a smart recovery. Like I said, it's like a non secular. Um. Just try to stay sober. Kind of meeting. It's very light. There's not a ton of rules. Um. It's like anywhere from twenty-five to forty people.
0: Is it like a discussion meeting?
2: It's a how was your week? So you say like your name, drug of choice, how long you've been sober, how was your week? But with forty people and in one hour, it's very hard to do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, So it draws my co-host a lot of the times, but um.
0: Is it a raise your hand type of thing?
2: Um. Yep, people raise their hands. It's just it's basically you know, it's peer driven. Peers get advice from other peers in the meeting you know yeah, it's tw- yeah. there's cross talk there's you know it, it, like i said it's not that rigid with the rules
1: right right so uh.
2: but i learned about like well Bridie. i learned about smart i didn't know any of these things well so brydy well is like a native american um pathway oh it's like beautiful
0: uh, uh, brian phillips right he was oh, to yeah, to yeah, yeah. Sweat Lodge. sweat Lodge and stuff he did. <laughs> well,
2: Bridey is the most – it's beautiful. Like they have – it's literally Native American community runs the meeting. Really? They refer to people as brother and sister. They do like the whole gamut, like the whole thing they have. They get up. I mean, they're, it's amazing. I'll have to check that, that well,
0: feather, feather. Yep. Well, there's like, there's like
2: 100 people in the room sometimes, and you can hear a pin drop. That's how uh, much respect that yeah, meeting that's, gets. That's, and that's cool. – yeah. And, and, never and they
1: know, like, the they, alcoholism has been very yes. prevalent, very prevalent in, yeah. in, in the tribes in, in stuff, Indian yeah. culture, you know, yeah. Native American, Native American for <laughs> Native for a American long part. time, for for a long time, and you know, I've I've watched some stuff, and and now the drugs have started taking over, you know, yeah, um, like you you see up in Alaska, like those people struggle yeah. with
0: addiction really, really bad. Think, know, yeah, up there's, there's nothing like going there's on.
2: nothing to do, and it seems like it's always dark. When wow. I
0: went to California, we had a um, a meeting. We went to a meeting, and we had a, a person from Alaska who was on the phone with the person hosting the meeting. So they had like a group on a speakerphone. Oh, really? In Alaska? Yeah. That's of course, this awesome. Was, pff, was Ten years ago, you know, yeah. or whatever. But I don't think they had Zoom. But <laughs> I I remember uh, I went to a um,
1: uh, AA convention. And the the keynote speaker said that he or his sponsor, they were out in Alaska and, and, you know, just like doing the whole recovery thing out there. And um, there was a guy who heard that it was going to happen. So, like, when the ocean was frozen, he walked across to where he needed to get in touch with these people. Then it melted, so now he has to wait for it to freeze again oh. to get back over. Oh, so like <laughs> no, the, that's the, commitment. Big, the big,
2: <laughs> that it, is commitment. But, what are you willing to do? <laughs> right. So, but but this guy, he said, you know, yeah. he
1: they had a map of where all the meetings were, and when he was there, there was like one pin, and then he comes back years later, and he's there's all these other pins. He's wow. like, so what are all these? And it was that fucking guy that waited.
2: Oh, and really? He walked
1: across the ice who brought AA to all of that. Wow. Area, amazing. and he's Very like, cool. <laughs> so like the big thing for his for his speech was like, I had a fucking guy that was willing to walk across ice to bring people to recovery. So, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? <laughs> you know yeah. exactly. Yeah. That was like I'm using fake thing. that
2: tomorrow in my morning. I'm gonna just tell yeah. everyone. Yeah, and, and meetings in my town, and the, the woman that met them. So
1: <laughs> another part of the story: the woman that met them that was their guide. He said she just there was something wrong with her. She's like kind of edgy and and angry and he couldn't figure it out and and they got to talking and she said why don't you guys in AA like eskimos and she's he's like what 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 are you talking about and she opens a book an eskimo shows up with a bottle of whiskey in the in the <laughs> and he was like, No, wow. no, 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 that was like a figure of speech, like no that we're not it's saying that So then this lady runs, she leaves, she comes back, she's in full on Eskimo gear, she was an Eskimo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's but she wild. she just had a <laughs> misunderstanding. Wild, yeah. But but how
1: it was written in the in the Big Book of Alcoholics wow. Anonymous, you, know, it's, it's, you it'll go, say it says out of nowhere an Eskimo shows up with a bottle of whiskey. And that's
0: if you go to the North Pole or something, right, or the yeah. South Pole. Yes, wow. and, Try and, to yeah, trying to run away to from it. run away from your alcoholism. Yeah. So
1: she was under the impression that that people in, in AA didn't like Eskimos because Aww. of how she read that. <laughs> You know, so, but I'm the guy, sorry, the speaker was, was awesome that's, that's that's something else. interesting. Yeah. yeah.
2: Things can be interpreted Absolutely. wrong. so wow, wild, that's. Man.
1: So, so you What was the name of the
2: meeting well, that you? Well, Bright. Oh, the one I do life ring. Life
1: ring. life ring. And what other meetings are they having on Zoom?
2: That we have? Yeah. Turn point. Um, we're just getting smart recovery back. Um, Gerard has two book clubs in addition to his fitness program. We have our nine o'clock Zoom meeting. We have our eight o'clock Zoom meeting. We have um, Tuesday. You guys are busy. We, we're busy. We have our Tuesday uh, community meeting, and then we, these are the ones we run. But we also participate in a lot of others too. Like a lot, um, we're doing a GPS training. I don't know if you've heard of GPS. Mm. Um, well, yeah, I have, see,
1: but it's probably not the same. It's thing. It's probably not the same thing. Global positioning. No, it's yeah. it's
2: very interesting. It's just a different way to facilitate a meeting, and um, we're, we're taking uh, two week trainings, two hours a day to learn about it nice yeah, just another pathway whatever we can get
1: now what is gps
2: um it's um groups group peer support
1: okay and uh there you
2: go. they they deal with trauma a lot okay and um they're into like you know um the safety of the people in the meeting and in, there's no like crosstalk. um if you if you had said something i have to ask your permission to reply to you um, at the beginning, they do like a, a meditation. It's interesting because I really didn't know anything about it before we started right, it. Right, right. So and, that, and that's the thing you got to think about. Yeah.
1: You know, like I know in um, yoga and a lot of that, like there's, there's ways to actually tell the instructor, like, please don't touch me by just doing something with like your blanket or right. whatever. Because some people may not realize touching someone could trigger, trigger. Yep, you know, there's a yeah. lot of different things that are coming
0: to light more. There's so you know? many, there's so many different uh, differences there's between people. There's just a
2: ton of pathways now too that <laughs> right. everyone's. And that's, I different. Think that's, I think yeah. that's awesome, mm-hmm, but like, you have to be open to them. Some people are just one way only. They only go to these meetings. They don't oh, care. Yeah. About, and they need to realize, like that's like when I was at the hospital. Like I'm not that. Being an addict is this part of my life. Right. It's not who I am. And
1: and I myself like. I was a heroin addict, found found my way in, in AA. So like kind of those those things were instilled in me. Right. And it's like, oh, no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then at, over time, it's like, wait a minute. Like I used to have an opinion on people that, that used marijuana. Right. Medicinally. Right. Who the fuck am I?
2: Right, exactly. I, I, honestly,
1: opinion. I'd I'd much rather see these people smoking weed or eating edibles than to take all the fucking prescription medication that they're throwing at them. Right, you know? I mean? Yeah, that that stuff's been around a lot
0: longer than I have been. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess I guess the idea is to have a little have some compassion and not judge people for uh, whatever way that they come to, you know, saving their own lives. That could
1: it, that exactly. could be a pathway. That Other could people. be a pathway.
0: Right. You Know, yeah, like be, but I
1: always heard the marijuana maintenance, the marijuana maintenance, mm-hmm. those people, but they were maintaining,
2: right?
1: They were doing okay, right? You know,
2: our morning group, a lot of people get um, a lot of support from each other. And you know, it's it started out was like me, Gerard, and Corey, and now it's like 14 people, which is a lot, yeah, for yeah, us. for it's a lot, yeah, for a nine o'clock meeting, but um, we learn from each other, yeah, I get absolutely. just as much out of running the meeting. As I do, like, going to a meeting. Do you know what I mean? Right, like when I'm right. running that meeting, I'm still learning a ton of mm-hmm. stuff. It's yeah. awesome. And, like, um, with the whole pathway thing, it's like you have to be open nowadays because there's just new stuff coming out all the time as far yeah. as, like, you know, a new pathway or a new model to do it this way or yep, yep. not the next best thing, but... Just something different. Absolutely, Just not you everyone know, likes twelve steps. Not everyone to, it, wants it, it, to go it, to Alcoholics well Anonymous. And
1: it's to be more inclusive, mm-hmm. not exclusive. You want right. to, you want to be able to bring more people in. You know, out of nowhere, Eskimo could show up.
2: You need to be with a big book. Yeah, you need to be prepared in this line of work for somebody to come to and say, I hate so, this pathway, but I love this. And if I don't know, right. I'm going to find. Right. I'm going to research. And that's, yeah,
1: you got to be you got to be informed. Right. So yeah, we're about there. Yeah, that's that was, about it. Almost Aww. an hour. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: I'm so thankful you guys let me come in. Really, annoyed. and and it's funny because
1: originally you wanted to come in and, and I was just going to spy and, and watch, spy, yeah. see how we did it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, if you want to watch, click yeah. on one of the videos, and I did. And
2: two seconds later, we're gonna, I enjoyed, but
1: we're going to need a guest. So I'm yeah.
2: I'm very thankful you let me speak, and I hope like people realize out there that there is there is hope. Yeah, and our and reading I, today was about hope. But this morning, I say it all hope. the
1: time. It's kind of crazy that it's 2020 mm-hmm. and people still don't know what to do when they have a problem no, with alcoholics or, yeah. or their kids, right? Or their family, you know? And there's support going for anywhere. everybody now. We need like, to be. Not only do they want to heal the addict or alcoholic, they want to heal the, the family, family as well. Yeah. It's a Cause, broken unit. Yeah, because right. you know, I watch an intervention, and and it's like <gasps> the one I just watched was like. The fucking family was definitely the catalyst to this person being the addict. I get mad addict at and yeah.
2: sometimes. I'm like, I can't watch this. Yeah, I'm it's like you, like, you you don't, don't know why she does it. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> You're the one who bought it for her. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's crazy. True, though, but, but I yes. really appreciate the opportunity. It was
1: great. Um, yeah. Like I said, I commented to Gerard. I said, hopefully you'll be on soon. He's next. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, you know, it was great hearing from you. And again, Thank Turning you. Point Recovery, uh, Recovery Center in Walpole. Yep. Um, yep. What, what was the address?
2: 32 Common Street.
1: 32 Common Street. Um, go down and see uh, Gerard, Corey, and Andrea. Um, awesome. We appreciate you being on.
2: Thank you. I appreciate being here.
1: You can find us yeah, at thanks. lolterms.com. Please subscribe. Yes, like, subscribe, and share. Share this video. Share sure. this podcast tonight. Yep. Um, We're on Apple Podcasts. If We're you on pop, Google if, Play Store. If you pop on it later on, feel free to share it then. Yeah. Thank so, you. All right, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace.
0: Peace.